I'm Kara Meiber Guzman, and this is Santa Cruz Local. Once a homeless camp opens, it's hard to close, as the city of Santa Cruz has learned. Last year, the city was able to close two homeless camps along the San Lorenzo River. Closing these camps wasn't easy. The process had multiple delays, and it took many meetings and many hours of staff time. But now, the city is reopening those two camps, the Benchlands Camp by the county government building and the 1220 River Street Camp in Harvey West. It's part of the city's plan to close the Ross Camp, another homeless camp that popped up on the river in November. On Tuesday evening, city workers set up identical green and white tents on the benchlands behind the county government building. About two dozen people slept there Tuesday night, according to city staff. The tents were ordered neatly in rows on wooden pallets. About 100 people have signed up so far to join the benchlands camp and to abide by its rules, which include no drugs, no weapons, and no stoves. A half mile north on the river at the Ross camp, it's a different scene. Injection drug use is rampant. Camp stoves are used as heating sources. Bikes, clothes, and other belongings are piled up alongside makeshift tents, which are packed close together. Despite pressure from neighbors and businesses, the Santa Cruz City Council has struggled for months with the Ross Camp's closure. On Tuesday, the City Council again decided to close the Ross Camp, but this time with a new plan. Basically, it's closure by attrition, with no firm end date listed. Anyone who wants to move to the Benchlands camp and abide by its rules would be welcomed. Same for anyone who wants to move to the River Street camp, which also has rules and is supposed to reopen on April 30. Meanwhile, the city would not allow the Ross camp to grow. The city will count the people who remain at the Ross camp and try to help them find services and a safe place to sleep. Once people leave the Ross camp, they wouldn't be allowed to return. However, it's important to note the plan is in limbo. On Tuesday, a U.S. District Court in San Jose filed a temporary restraining order preventing the city from closing the Ross camp until Friday at the earliest. That's when the court is supposed to hear a lawsuit filed against the city by a group that lives at the Ross camp. The city could only move forward with the Ross camp's closure if that court okays it. Side note, that court order overrides a different court order issued Monday. That previous order issued by the Superior Court of Santa Cruz County allowed the city to close the camp starting Wednesday. But now, because of Tuesday's court order, people will not be forced to move. The big question underlying this is, where will all those people go once they leave the camp? That question is important for two reasons. One, some residents are worried that homeless people who don't want to abide by shelter rules will spread into their neighborhoods. And two, a federal court decision from last year says that cities can't outlaw sleeping in public if people have nowhere else to go. We don't know exactly how many people live at the Ross camp, but a current city estimate has about 150 people living there. So let's look at the numbers. The Salvation Army shelters on Laurel Street and in Live Oak have about 40 total beds available. The Benchlands Camp will have 120 tents, and people may choose to double up in tents, so perhaps about 150 people could end up camping there, according to city staff. The River Street Camp could take as many as 90 people if some double up, but it's important to note, both of those camps supposedly have hard end dates. 
The Benchlands camp is supposed to close by May 1, and the River Street camp by June 30. There are a few other options for homeless people after the Ross camp, the Benchlands camp, and the River Street camp close. There's other shelter beds in the region, and some are available for people with addiction. The city has its Homeward Bound program, which gives people bus tickets home. And there's a Santa Cruz hotel that's willing to partner with the city to take in some homeless people, said Susie O'Hara, the city's principal management analyst. Yes, I do believe that we have enough resources to ensure that everybody has an alternative place to go. Council members Sandy Brown, Chris Crone, and Drew Glover voted against the plan to close the Ross camp. Here's Council Member Glover right before the vote. He wanted people to be able to return to the Ross camp after a short closure for cleanup and organization. That plan didn't get enough votes. It's going to be back here again in another three or six months when people move to another location and we have forced with the same situation again. So I encourage this body to stop doing the same things. On the other side were Mayor Martine Watkins and Council Members Donna Myers and Cynthia Matthews. They seem to agree that the Ross camp and the health, safety, and business impacts it presents are unacceptable. Once again, Vice Mayor Justin Cummings was the crucial swing vote. Cummings said his reason for supporting a slow attrition of the Ross camp was that a drawn-out process would give the city a better idea of where homeless people would go. I think that we need to continue to move forward and we should see where we're at in terms of how the strategy that we're that's unfolding right now might actually help to reduce the the number the size of the camp and whether or not people are actually going to come back to it. Before we go, there's two more things you need to know. One, the city council also approved a plan that opens the possibility of establishing a transitional homeless camp somewhere in the city. City staff is supposed to approach the Association of Faith Communities, a coalition of religious groups in the Santa Cruz area, and look at possibly partnering with them to open a transitional homeless camp. Council members Brown, Glover, Crone, and Vice Mayor Cummings voted for that plan. Secondly, it's worth mentioning that council members Drew Glover and Chris Crone left before the evening session began. That's when two city departments gave hour-long updates to the council to help prepare for the upcoming May budget hearings. That's it for this episode. If you're joining us for the first time, Santa Cruz Local is a local news startup co-founded by Stephen Baxter and me, Kara Myberg Guzman. Our job is to watch our public institutions and hold power to account. You can sign up for our email list and find out more about our startup on our website, santacruzlocal.org. Follow us on Twitter at the SC Local or reach out to us via email, info at santacruzlocal.org. Thanks for listening to Santa Cruz Local. Music was by Poddington Bear at soundofpicture.com.